Hello, PodFam, and hello, Rachel. How are you today? I am good, Laura. How are you today? I am good. How are you doing, though, in our, um, how do I describe it, gym lockdown phase, even though we were just getting back into the gym? I was waiting for you to ask me this question. Uh, Not bad. Um, I have not worked out today, even though that was on my list of things to do, but like I got distracted and ate some cheese, so I didn't didn't do it today. Cheese is good. Um, Cheese is very good. But I actually uh, was not very in good health for a few weeks there. Right. So my um, plan to do yoga and skipping got halted for about a week and a half. Mm -hmm. And I'm just getting back into the yoga. And you know what? I love it. Good. But when we got the announcement today that gyms will be opening back up to 50% capacity, on January 31st, I was very, very happy because like I just need to go somewhere. Same. Okay. I'm glad you feel the same as I do here because even though when I was going to the gym, I wasn't really like, doing a whole lot. Like I was literally walking mm-hmm. on an incline. I still loved it because I was like, oh, I've gone out today. You know, I've left the house Yes, where I really haven't um, with the exception of like when I go ride my horses on the weekend. I don't leave the house during the week and it's kind of sad. Um, <laughs> and my gym, they kind of offered uh, like the virtual classes. So yeah. I signed up for two of them. And like they were fine. They were they were good. Like I felt worked. I wasn't really like mm-hmm. cardio based. I wasn't really sweating or anything, but like from a toning strength based, it was it was okay. The only problem mm-hmm. is is that they were an hour long and they started at 545. Yeah. Which is just it's a hard time for me because it's one thing if I'm like done work, I'm immediately going out and I'm back in like an hour, an hour and fifteen. That's cool with mm-hmm. me. But when I'm done work at like 4.30 or 5 o'clock, I then have to like sit down and chill for an hour or so. I really struggle to then get into a workout. And an hour is just a long time for me at the moment, especially with something that's like not super engaging. Um, Mm -hmm. And then that's also like prime dinner time because by the time you're done that, it's like quarter to seven. Got to get cleaned up and then you got to make dinner like – I think if it was a little earlier in the evening, maybe I'd be more inclined to do it. And if it was like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I am not really doing that whole lot right now. I've been doing some squats. That's that's like yep. the most I've done. Yeah. But I mean, like it's still cold and dark. Like, yeah, it is. This is like the height of I don't want to go out and do things. Yeah. Like even with the yoga, which uh, yoga with Adrian's really great where like the longest, it tends to be 30 minutes mm-hmm. max during her uh, 30-day challenge, but like that's a lot for me. Yeah. But I am pretty excited because um, I've actually been able to start going into an office. Oh, yes. This is big news for you. It's big news. I actually, you know, go to an office during the week, which has been nice. I feel much more productive because it's like the environment. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's actually five minutes away from my gym that I was planning to get a membership for before everything shut down again. And I'm actually very, very excited for it to just be that close because it's like now I can just start doing that thing again where I go directly there after work. Yeah. See, that's what's so great. I love when things are super close because even for me working from home still, uh, the gym Mm -hmm. I was going to was only a five-minute drive. 
Mm-hmm. And I loved that because I felt like I just got in the car, I listened to like one or two songs and I was there. And then I literally like would read my book while I was on the treadmill and then I'd go home or I'd stop at the grocery store on the way home. And um, yeah, it just kind of felt like I could do everything and like feel nicely worked in an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm very much, very much looking forward to the day when we can go back because um, I'm just, I, I'm done with working out from home and I think my body is too. My body's like, there is only so much we can do with a eight pound weight and a resistance band for two years. Yeah. And I find it's like a whole other level of willpower to like turn on a oh, video yeah. or do something in your house. Like it's so much easier to get in your mind of like, okay, like quarter to five, I am in my car and I'm leaving, you know, um, yes. it versus like, okay, it's like quarter to five, I'll turn on my laptop. But like, you know, I'm just kind of sitting here on my bed and it's just so much harder. <laughs> and like I've been on a computer all day. Yeah. So you don't really want to like now stare at one even more yeah. to just to do like a workout. Yeah. Also, this episode, guys, is not about fitness. No, like, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of just became that. We were just catching up on our on our gym routines and keeping our mm-hmm. listeners up to date on what we're doing because I know I feel like we're all in a slump right now, even though a lot of people maybe aren't in lockdown. It's just that time of year where yeah. you just don't feel like doing a whole lot. No. But then we just amp up the recording. So you know it's beneficial. Yes. We have been so productive on the podcast side. So this is yes, great. This, yeah. This is our second episode this week. Like who are we? I know. We're on a roll. Professionals. Yes. Professionals. Yes. Yeah. Well, what are you having to drink this evening? Ah, so I am drinking a tea I'm probably going to regret later when I'm going to bed. And that oh, is good. lemon gelato oolong tea. Interesting. Yeah. So this is like a, a classic – tea so it is caffeinated naturally but it's just so good because it has this like lemon zest to Mm -hmm. it and yet it also tastes like kind of creamy like it literally smells like gelato and kind of tastes like it but just a tea version I know I'm gonna be mad later but right now I'm very happy what about you I am having tried and true peppermint tea Mm. that was Mm -hmm. I almost pulled I was so close to pulling peppermint and then I found yeah this bag instead Oh, it's so good. I'm really, really enjoying it. I don't know. The the brand of tea bags that I got at the grocery store of the latest round of herbal teas I've been drinking, they're just really good. Excellent. It, was this like a mixed really box good. that you got or did you just kind of go all out and get a bunch of different things? I got three. Okay. That's yeah, not bad. Three different boxes. So yeah, it was really good. Like even yes, uh, yesterday with the episode we recorded yesterday, like the ginger tea was delicious. So Perfect. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Excellent. Glad you're getting some variety. Yeah. Yeah. And then I know that the my tea order was recently put in, so I'm having even more on the way. It's so exciting. <laughs> Your pantry is going to start looking like mine where it, tea falls out every time you open the door. Well, you see, when we have a podcast that is pretty much centered around um, what tea we're drinking for the first 10 minutes, I need more variety. <laughs> true. True. This is why we need a tea mm-hmm. sponsor. <laughs> I know. Anyone want to sponsor us with tea? <laughs> One day when we get fancy enough and have a business account, we can just expense it. <laughs> Excellent. What a plan. What a yeah. plan. Anyway, we what should probably plan. get into our topic that we're talking about this evening. Yeah, probably. Probably. Can you tell that we're tired and the week is almost over? <laughs> uh, 
All right. So, fellow listeners, we are going to be discussing a bit of a pros and cons this evening, and that is of whether it's best to live in the country or the city. And Rachel, mm-hmm. you and I have both kind of done both. We've we've both spent some time deep in the city, kind of in the suburbs, in the country. You know, we've kind of lived all over. So um, mm-hmm. I don't want to say like one is better than the other because like obviously I have my own personal preference of what I like, but mm-hmm. um, it really depends on the type of person you are. And so if we have any listeners who are kind of um, curious about one place or the other. We kind of hope that this episode is going to just give you some food for thought of what to consider if you either want to move to the city or to the country. Indeed. And before we start, I do want to make a little shout out of where this episode was inspired because we mentioned her in what would have been Last the week. episode that we released last week. Yes. <laughs> uh, and this was inspired by a vlog that Kaylin Nicholson did about uh, her transition from city life in Toronto, Canada to where she now lives in the rural countryside. So if you like this episode and you want to hear more, go check out her video. It's on her vlog channel, Kaylin Nicholson. Yeah. And I, I actually just watched the vlog the other night, kind of prepping for this episode mm-hmm. and I really love that she did like a Q&A near the mm-hmm. end mm-hmm. Um, where a lot of people just had some some good questions about uh, a, a, like a lot because yeah. I know she became a homeowner. Oh. Homeowner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So homeowner. Yeah, so, <laughs> so she became a homeowner. Um, when she moved out to the country. So a lot of people had questions about that and I thought they were all very good ones. So, you know, we're probably going to touch a little bit on that in uh, some of our points here. But Mm -hmm. um, one thing, when we decided to do this topic the other night, um, did you ever watch the TV show Country Mouse and City Mouse? Um, I know the concept. Okay, I know the concept. It's definitely, it's definitely like in my brain, in like the depths, depths of my memory. So I know exactly what you're talking about, but I could not bring up anything that actually happened. Okay, well, as soon as we decided on this topic last night, of course, I like YouTubed the theme song to that TV show. I don't know why. That's all (laughs) I could think about. So, um, yeah, that was my first impression of when we decided to do country and city living. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So to start off, maybe we just give everybody a bit of a background on our lives because we've definitely gone back and forth between country and city life pretty frequently through childhood and in our 20s. So we want to take us away with that? Yeah. So I'm I'm a little bit biased when it comes to the childhood part because I've only ever lived in small towns when I was growing up. Um, so I don't necessarily, yeah, I don't necessarily have that experience of what it was like to be a kid in the city or in like a really busy suburb. Um, I had to consult Mm -hmm. my boyfriend for that one and he gave me some valid points. Um, so yeah, like most of my childhood was spent time in different towns, but all very small. And then I actually went to post-secondary in, in a big city. 
So that mm-hmm. was like a big change for me. Um, I'm pretty easygoing on you know where I live and stuff, but it was a lot of fun living downtown and just experiencing like a completely different culture from what I was uh, familiar with. Uh, so mm-hmm. I lived like downtown for about five years. And then after graduating, I didn't did end up moving back home for a few years. But, you know, um, as many of our listeners know, like I was in a long distance relationship with my boyfriend for many years. So like I was coming down to the city quite frequently. And now I have been living in the city for the past year. And technically, like we don't live like in the hustle bustle heart of the city. But to mm-hmm. me, like, I guess it's really like it the feels suburbs, like it. But, but to me, it's the city. Like, yes. When we were I, we were having this conversation before starting the show, my my partner and I, and he was just like, "Well, we don't like really live in the city." I'm like, "We live in the city." <laughs> like, compared to my version of the country, we live in the city. And he's like, "Okay, valid yeah. point." Um, yeah. So that's kind of like my brief experience of like where mm-hmm. I've lived throughout my life so far. All right. Well, for me, I was the same. So I was actually born in a city. So I was there for five years of my life. Cannot uh, speak to that experience at all. Um, I had no memory of it because I was You didn't venture out too much on your own (laughs) at the time? No, no, not at all. And, you know, I I lived, uh, again, similar to your situation now, like kind of in a suburb. So it didn't really feel that city-like. And then uh, I grew up in a smaller town that this is how Laura and I met is we grew up in the same one. And then I was there until university where I went off. I guess it would be a medium-sized city where I went to school, would you say? It was a university town, but definitely bigger yes. than what you were used to. Yes. like it, do- it did have a city center and some like skyscraper type buildings just a bit smaller than you know the bigger cities and similar to you it was a lot of fun especially to be around uh that many young people Mm -hmm. and you know it was an interesting culture again because depending on which area of the city you went to it was a very different vibe so that was a lot of fun and I was there for four years and then I moved home very very briefly because we went traveling. So that was nice. And then I moved to the downtown big city for, I think, two years. It was two years when I left. And um, so I was down there working, which was a very different experience than going to school in mm-hmm. a city because, you know, there, you know, it, it was fun, but it's a lot more, uh, it's a bit less fun when you have to pay for it. <laughs> with your employment income. So that yeah. was a bit um it was it was good, but it was rough. And then um during the pandemic, I guess this was 2020 merging into 2021, uh just because the city had been in lockdown forever, I decided to take a job in my hometown. Um still technically living in the city. That's where my I still was technically living there. You were still a resident of. <laughs> yeah. So I think I would do like 50-50, like 50% of my time in the city, 50% in the countryside. And then uh, through that job, I met my boyfriend. He was 
stayed uh, here for work because he found a good job here. And I just so happened to kind of fall into a really good job that allowed me to work here and I never left. So I've been here for, uh, uh, formally I've been here for six months. Again, that's kind yeah. of where I'm at. I yeah, think. like on and off a yes. year, but like full-time six months. Yes, full-time six six to eight months. I honestly have no clue what day or year it is anymore. So <laughs> no, no one yeah. does. Um, so no one does. Yeah, like I think it's really beneficial to do both if you can and if you feel mm-hmm. the need. Um, I think that's yes. one of those tropes that a lot of people, you know, ev- whether they um, – I think it's mostly if you come from a small town. Um, I think it's a little mm-hmm. bit more common that uh, you feel pressured to move to a bigger town or move to the city. And there are a lot of factors that mm-hmm. go into that, you know, school, jobs, um, lots of things that can Industries be in general. Industries, yes, like whatever you want to do. But also just for a culture change. Um, mm-hmm. You know, small towns are very small at times and they don't always kind of serve the needs or fit with the lifestyle that you want. So mm-hmm. if you kind of feel like that, like I I'm definitely encourage you to try living in a different town or moving to a bigger city because it really is a fun experience, especially when you're young and you don't have a lot of quote unquote responsibilities in your mm-hmm. life, you know, like if you don't have like a relationship or or children or anything like that, it's kind of the perfect time to explore and move around and just see what you really like. Um, I, for one, people mm-hmm. were kind of surprised I moved to the city just based on how, how I am, but um, I loved it. Like I absolutely loved being in the city as a young 20-something girl. The culture was so much fun. There was just always somewhere to go, somewhere to uh, like something to do. Mm-hmm. And did you kind of have that same experience like when you moved out of the small town, Rachel? Yeah. So one one thing I wanted to jump off and say is that something that I, I do recommend that if you did grow up in a small town to spend a little bit of time in a city. It doesn't have to be like, you know, the the big, big city. It can be kind of smaller like my university town was. But I do think that it helps shift your perspective so that you can make the right decision for yourself as an adult about what kind of lifestyle you want to have. So keep that in mind because, you know, you don't know what you don't know if you've never experienced city life before. And yeah, like I think um, when I was in my university town, that was just, you know, I was 18 to 21. I was having a great time. It was a lot of fun. And similar to you, there was always something to do. But when I did move to the big city, big city, that was a really interesting time because I was dropped right into the entertainment industry as well. So that was really fun to have that experience of like, I'm all I'm in the city, but I'm also kind of experiencing those um, entertainment industry events, which made it very fun. Uh, the one thing is though, and we'll talk about it a bit later, the city is hard when you are first starting out financially. And I find that um, I had a view of what living in the city was going to be like as a young person. And um, I kind of found out that financially it wasn't very attainable. And that was uh, 
a bit of a hard fall, I would say. It's no episode of Friends, so let's just say that. No. You are not yeah. living like sex in the city. <laughs> no. Not you are at not, all. You are not experiencing that. Yeah, like for for me, I so um, when I first moved to the city, I actually lived in like a family friend's house, and that was nice. Like it was a nice size, mm-hmm. had my own room, shared kitchen, shared living room, that kind of stuff. And I was so close to transit that I could really yeah. get anywhere, but I could also get out of the city really quick, which was great. But then when that house was sold, and I had to find a new place to live to finish off my last two years of school. That's when mm-hmm. I moved like to the downtown core and very quickly like I could not afford on my like student allowance a lot of apartments. So I ended up yeah. sharing an apartment with a with a friend of mine who was um moving to the city to do her masters and mm-hmm. we lived in a one bedroom plus den and my room was yep. the living room plus den. And we lived like mm-hmm. that for 2 years and you know what financially it worked out fine. Um, and like we got along pretty good, so that was great. But you know, it would have been the most perfect apartment for like one person or even a couple. It was a little bit small, but for like yes. one person, it would have been like an amazing apartment. So mm-hmm. that is just the thing, you know. It's expensive mm-hmm. anywhere you go to rent, mm-hmm. but especially in the city, like it is one so hard to find a place yes. because we actually lost out. And this was before like – well, there was always like a rental boom, but this was before things went like ridiculously crazy, crazy. stupid crazy. Mm-hmm. And we lost out seven places before getting this apartment and we actually signed the lease agreement before even seeing it. And I never yeah. even saw it like because um, I was away horse showing and my roommate was just happened to be in the city and like after we signed it and gave the money, she looked in. She's like, looks great. Glad we got a place like – that's how cutthroat <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. So I highly recommend if you're going to be looking for apartments in the city, use a realtor because that's how we finally ended up getting a place is he just knew exactly what we wanted, what our budget was. And he was just like, hey, here's this, this, and this in this area. You know. So that was like yeah. a huge thing I recommend because it's, mm-hmm. it's a dog-eat-dog world in the city when you're trying to find a place to live. <laughs> Forget about buying a place either. Oh, yeah. Just don't. We're we're millennials. We're too poor for that. Reference our truth about being a millennial episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> insert reference. You insert reference here. Um, another option that definitely exists. I'm pretty sure in like every city is um, there. There's usually Facebook groups which are like roommate searches. That's what I used when I moved, and I did get very. I did get lucky, and moved in with some pretty cool girls and had a really cool apartment um my you'll kind of laugh at this Laura though because you know my apartment was a decent size it was the top two floors of a house um and when uh somebody was at uh once I had moved out I was out for dinner with my boyfriend with somebody and they were asking oh what was your apartment in the city like and I was just like oh well you know like it was a decent size and stuff I think we have more space in our current spot and he goes Rachel it was basically a hallway with three bedrooms. It was like I I remember yeah. going to your place <laughs> and it was so narrow. And I don't know why. Whenever like I think of your apartment down the city, I just think about mm-hmm. how narrow it was because literally it was like three flights of stairs. Yeah, and like the odd bedroom that just like fell yeah. off the stairs. I'm pretty sure I fell down those stairs like twice. <laughs> oh my god, so, that was um, a lot of stairs to climb. 
Yeah. So it was great. Like that is another option to do if you need to get a place fast. Also, if you um, don't have a roommate that you're looking for a place with together because um, definitely when you're starting out, having your own apartment in the city is pretty much impossible. Mm -hmm. So you do need roommates. So that is an option if you don't have somebody that you're searching with. Just be very careful though because there's some real freaks out there. Oh, it can be scary and like you definitely want to know you're in a safe neighborhood and that was very important to my roommate and I at the time just because like we were in our early 20s and both not really from from the city and just just wanted to feel like we lived in a safe place. So that was very important. Um, so we kind of talked about a bit of a con on the side of living in the city. Let's let's discuss a pro. And that to me is you don't really need a vehicle because no. you can really get anywhere in most cities. In most cities, you have access to transit and it's a lot more affordable than maintaining and parking a car because like girl here had to pay $110 a month just to have a parking spot at that apartment and it like killed my soul a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that was like an extremely good price too. Like the average was like 150 plus. Then meanwhile, you try to park it on the street and it's $150 a day. Yeah. Plus you get like a parking ticket just because. True, true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that is one thing. And like obviously cost of transit's going up as well. But I still think um, in terms of like maintaining a car, if you had car payments and just paying for gas, it's still a little bit more affordable than having to get a car. Yeah. So that's that's one pro about the city where when you live in the country, like you literally have to drive everywhere, (laughs) you know, like there is no getting out of it. I remember when I turned 16, even before when I was 15, I was in like the driver's ed program and Mm -hmm. I had like turned 16 just as they were about to start the driving lessons. And I had like my G1 that day and my G2 as soon as I was able to get it because Mm -hmm. you literally can't live without a car when you're in the country. No, no. You will pretty much never leave where you live. Yeah. I mean, like I live in the country. Like I don't even – like I live outside of a town. I'm not getting anywhere. If I I don't got a car, I'm walking for like two days. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that was one thing like when I did – I had my car for like my first three years in the city because I I had free parking and it wasn't – crazy expensive. Mm -hmm. And I tried to do my first year at the apartment without my car. And Mm -hmm. as someone who like it was fine for when I was in the city, but it was so hard for me to get out of the city. So that's when I like finally broke down and spent the money. Um, So that is one thing like if you're going to live in the city, but you still need to get out of the city kind of quickly, you you might still want a vehicle. Yes. And just like springing off of public transportation and the availability of that. I think just in general, a huge pro of city life is just accessibility to pretty much anything you'll ever need in general. Yes. Is way, way more of a thing in the city than the country, which, you know, I I honestly think it's a pro and a con because the pro is, you know, if I want a certain thing to eat, Mm -hmm. it's 10 minutes down the road. The con is if I want a certain thing to eat, it's 10 minutes down the road. Yeah, exactly. Like it's so accessible. (laughs) And that was one thing like I loved about living in the city is I could literally walk 
everywhere. I walked yes. to school. It would take me about 45 minutes to walk there, but like I didn't even even have to go to the gym. Like I was just kind of mm-hmm. nicely nicely trim from all the walking I did. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'd walk to school, I'd walk home, I'd walk to work, I'd walk to like the grocery store, walk all my groceries home and like just everything was super accessible and like obviously there are some sketchy parts of cities that you want to be careful walking around but like I never really did feel mm-hmm. unsafe because there was like always just people around and it was always pretty bright yeah and you were in a pretty like you were in a very very populated area yeah I lived in a pretty good area and it did have a lot of amenities around it so like that was very fortunate um your your mm-hmm. area though Rachel I think I would be scared to walk around at night in <laughs> it was a bit I had never walked around at night there um but again, that just shows what the rental boom was, was that a sketchier area is where I could afford to live. Um, that's one thing like in university, when I was living in a smaller city, I walked everywhere. Like my walk to school every single day because it was more on like an actual campus campus mm-hmm. where your school is more in intertwined with the city. Yeah. Like every single day there and back, it was like 45 minutes to class. And then it was like 15, 20 minutes between classes. And it was great. Like I do, I do really miss that. Mm-hmm. But then again, like on the topic, just if we're talking about walking and accessibility of that, the one thing that I do love about being in a rural area as opposed to the city is like I live within walking distance to maybe 10 minutes of driving of like 30 hiking trails. Yes. Which is very like I have talked about it before like I'm literally obsessed with hiking so having it so close by has definitely been a huge perk for me yeah and that was going to be my next point is like okay maybe living in the country you don't have as many places to walk to but you definitely enjoy that walk a lot more because you're just surrounded by nature and for me personally like I know Rachel you kind of feel the same where you just feel like your body exhale and relax Mm -hmm. and and slow down a lot because whenever I was walking around the city, like I was power walking. Like I I was just yes. trying to get to my destination. I wasn't really enjoying or looking around at what I was walking through. But in the country, like that's more of just a relaxation. So that is something I miss because like I'm fortunate where we live right now, kind of in the suburban area that like we do have a small park that I can walk around. It literally takes me 10 minutes and it's not very exciting. So I do kind of miss like at my mom's house, like she's out way out in the country. So like literally just walk out the door and you're in nature. And then even in my mm-hmm. dad's house, who's a little bit more in town, you walk down to the end of his street and you're on a trail. So yeah. it's just, it always feels like you're so close to nature. And whenever mm-hmm. my boyfriend comes up there, he's always just like, oh, wow, the air is so fresh. And it's true. Yeah. And I remember the first couple of times after I had originally moved to the city and I would come back home. I'd be like, wow, the trees are so green. (laughs) The sky is so blue. Like it was just kind of a weird thing that I've never forgotten. Mm -hmm. Things are just definitely more vibrant in terms of life in the country that you just don't get in the city. Like the city is very cold, especially in the wintertime. Like you don't get the nice snow and it just feels colder because it's like concrete and the wind and yeah. you Wind tunnels everywhere. Yeah, you just don't get that same like – comfort feeling that you do in the country. Yeah. And another thing that I, uh, when I made the transition to living up here fully, especially once uh, my boyfriend and I moved to our current apartment, that I never thought I would miss 
is genuinely just the friendliness of neighbors. Yes. Because, you know, like growing up, I obviously experienced it a lot, but similar to what I was saying at the beginning of this episode, like growing up in a place that we did and then moving elsewhere and then coming back, your perspective of you coming back versus when you left is very different about your experience living where you live. And, you know, like I would remember like driving places with my parents and, you know, people would wave at you as you drove by and all of that. Mm, or you're walking down the and, sidewalk and with their dog and people are like, hey, how are you? You know, it's so cute. Yeah. Where like when I was in the city, similar to you, I would put my head down and power walk. Like yeah. I was not looking at a single human being. Like I was just always in my own world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I find – um you kind of need to be a bit more cutthroat yes. in the city. Yes. Oh, my God. You do. I, I kind of turned into like a bit of a bitch. Elbows out. Get where yeah. you want to go. <laughs> I was literally about to say that is I feel like you kind of become a bit of a bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where like it's it's so, so cute. But every single morning we have um, just an older couple that lives down the street from us that every morning at 7 a.m., 7.30 a.m., they walk their dog down the street and they always make sure that when you're driving by, they literally stop in the road. They don't even keep walking just so they can wave at you. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? It's the little things because I'm pretty sure I walked past like the same people in the city every single day. Could not have told you that I walked past them the day before. Oh, for sure. And like I know when I lived in the city, I did not ever know or see a single one of my neighbors where mm -hmm. like at my mom's house, I, she kind of lives on like a um, kind of like a crescent cul-de-sac and mm -hmm. obviously like everyone knows everyone and they throw their own little block party. And then in my yeah. on my dad's street, you know, his neighbor, um, oh my God, he's such a sweet man. <laughs> like they have dinner mm -hmm. parties for each other or like they'll take turns snow blowing each other's driveways. Like it's, it's just so cute how well yes. like they've just become friends just from like living next to each other it's not like they have anything else in common except for that mm -hmm. and like it's just so nice to walk out of your house and if your neighbor's in their driveway you give them a nice little wave and ask them how they're doing so yeah that's one thing mm -hmm. I always in the country I've never felt like lonely where yes. in the city like because there would be times when when like my roommate would go home for the holidays and I know she was living in the city more during the summertime than I was but it was mm -hmm. very lonely when it's just you there, like I, mm -hmm. I would get kind of sad a little bit over the holidays because like I didn't have my car. So like I couldn't drive home. I would have to like take a bus and a train and someone would have to pick me up, um, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was definitely the hardest thing for me about living, living downtown. Yeah. Mine was the same. And I think um, that sense of loneliness is partially why I decided that it wasn't for me. Because, you know, a part of my move was definitely the motivation that a lot more of my friends or what I perceived as like the life that I was a bit more connected to at that time was in the city, right? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of my friends who I went to school with, they had moved to the city and, you know, you would come down pretty much like a few times a month anyway to visit your boyfriend at the time. So I made that transition, but like the thing is, is that even though you live in the same city, it's very, very hard to make time to see your friends because especially if you don't have a vehicle, 
uh, to get from one end of the city to the other if your friend lives there is about an hour and a half public transit. Yeah. Which is the same amount of time that it would just take me to drive from here to their house. For sure. So Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like even though you're surrounded by people, you're not really like with people. And that was a hard thing for me living in the city. Um, Another Mm -hmm. good thing though, being so close to different amenities is that I found that I would kind of like grocery like I'd be out in the community a little bit more mm-hmm. because it, I mean with a grocery store that's right next to you and even now where we live we literally walk to the grocery store because it's so close to us I definitely kind of get out in that sense more where if you live in the country like like you're you're going grocery shopping once a week and you'd better get everything because like you really don't want to have to go back for just a couple mm-hmm. of items and um mm-hmm. you do cook for yourself a lot more. And I feel like that's like a pro or a con, like from a financial side, it's definitely cheaper to cook all your mm-hmm. meals. But then like in the city, it was kind of fun just to like pop out for a quick dinner. And also mm-hmm. in the country, I just this just popped in my head, like Uber Eats and skip the dishes and all that DoorDash stuff, like that's non-existent. Doesn't it's happen. not really a thing. No, it's not a thing. You can you can you can Uber Eats McDonald's. Um but see, yeah. I love Uber Eats. My bank account hated Uber Eats. (laughs) Especially because like at the start of the pandemic, you were still in the city. So like that was all you had. (laughs) Yes, that was pretty much it. But on just the topic of, I mean, jumping off of loneliness, I do want to have a bit of a discussion just about friendships and socializing in the city versus country, specifically as an adult Because in general, I think no matter where you live, making friends as an adult is very, very difficult. Yes. So what's your experience been with friendships and socializing depending on where you've been living? Oh, okay. That's a good one. Um, I feel like Mm – I don't know. I feel like this is such like a a personal thing because it really depends on your lifestyle. So in the city, like, oh God, this is kind of sad. I don't like hang out with people in the city. One, one. It's okay. Don't worry. I understand. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have friends in the city. <laughs> when you're like, do I really have friends anywhere? I really don't. I really don't. Um, like back in school, yes, I hung out with people, but that's going back again to like, we lived on the same schedule. Where now, and even like my boyfriend can attest to this, you know, a lot of his friends have moved a little bit further away, but like not, not really, not everyone's living on the same street anymore. Mm -hmm. So you definitely see your friends less. And I don't think this is like a country thing or a city thing. I think this is just an adult thing. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Like, so I, I can't really say I've made like any new friends from living in the city. That being said, Mm -hmm. it's been COVID and I don't go anywhere. Um, True. like I do hang out with, uh, my boyfriend's like friends, girlfriends and like, like we all kind of get along. Like that's, that's super chill for me, but I'm not like mm-hmm. calling anyone up to be like, Hey, do you want to like go grab lunch mm-hmm. or anything like that? I don't know if I'm just not that kind of person. Um, <laughs> I'm not very good at making like a lot of friends. Yeah. I don't maintain big friend circles. And then in the country, like, I don't know, I have the barn life. So mm-hmm. like that's a big part of my social yeah. as well. So I don't know. I don't really know how to answer that question because I feel like outside of that, it's not like I'm really going places to make new friends and I'm not really trying either. So <laughs> that's, that's fair. I'm going to put that's, a low, that's, effort, that's very a low fair. effort on that side for me. 
<laughs> I'm like, I have a few friends. I'm good. <laughs> You're like, I have a few friends. They all live in different cities. I know. I freaking moved to the city. All my friends leave the city. What the fuck? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. What about you, though? I think I have a, probably a bit more experience here because my experience living in the city, like I was already working as opposed to in school. And I would say that I definitely was more social with more people. I wouldn't say that I made any like deep, deep, deep friendships when I was there. Like it kind of felt like the hangouts were you would go for dinner for two hours. Yeah. And that was the socializing where when I needed like to connect on a super deep level, like I would just come home and hang out with you, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I still feel like that's like kind of an an adult thing. Like it's harder to make friends as an adult. Yeah. And just like socializing in general, um, again, tying it back to finances in the city was hard for me because, um, because it's so accessible. So there's like the museums or the coffee shops or the restaurants or whatever that it doesn't feel necessarily when I was there, like people would hang out just like at your house. Right with you or like go for a walk or something it was always like oh let's go for dinner or let's go to a bar let's do this which um I find found like prevented me from socializing a lot because like it just wasn't in my budget Mm -hmm. where I think in the country a huge pro when it came to socializing for me is that it's more common to do outdoor physical activity Mm -hmm. in the country so I almost could use that as an excuse to socialize more and make deeper connections because I would just go for a hike with somebody where it's free and the only thing you can really do at that time is talk to each other. Yeah. It was interesting is like I socialized way more in the city, like I had more connections, but here it's um just a bit easier for me with like my goals to socialize here and I would say that the relationships that I maintain are a lot deeper. Yeah, so I, I would definitely kind of say the same. Thinking of like when I was living downtown and, and in school, like yes, I definitely mm-hmm. had a lot of friends. But again, like I do only have my core people. And yes, mm-hmm. like uh, one of my points I want to lead off with that is that there's lots to do in the city, but it's not free or cheap mm-hmm. sometimes. Yet in the country, you know, there's there's lots that you can do for free. Maybe not as mm-hmm. like – experiential as as things going on in the city like you know plays and clubs and those things that you mentioned in like art exhibits or yeah, museum festivals, exhibits that kind of stuff like yeah the country doesn't have as much of that but there is more to do for free and parking is usually a lot cheaper or just free <laughs> or free free is great or free yeah so that's that's kind of like i mean it could be a pro or a con i think it just depends on mm-hmm. who you are as a person like what you like to do for fun like Mm -hmm. if you want to go have cultural experiences and kind of meet new people that way the city is definitely the place to be where Mm -hmm. if you're more just like laid back and kind of want to be quiet the country is Mm -hmm. is this is the spot yeah so that's i don't know i think that's a pro or con based on how how you see it um yeah let's let's kind of talk about living in the country though so obviously mm-hmm. these days, it's hard to live anywhere. Um, real estate, yeah, real estate just sucks regardless. And it does. Uh, I 
it is still more expensive, I think, in the city than it is in the country. Not far off, though. Oh, it's really not. It's really it's not. Really not. It's really- I maybe save like a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So traditionally, though, like when when the market's not doing stupid things like it's doing now, it is generally cheaper to rent and buy a house in the country. So that definitely has its pluses because normally you can get a little bit more space for mm-hmm. for your dollar, but some things also to consider is like the services. Um, so if you're way out in the country, you know, internet night might not be the best. So if you have like mm-hmm. a work from home job or like you're an influencer or a YouTuber or a podcaster and you really need a good internet connection, well, living out in the boonies is not going to do you any favors because mm-hmm. it can be a lot more expensive to get services. Like I was renting a place in like the country country and mm-hmm. internet wasn't even an option. I think it would have cost me $100 <laughs> a month for less than mm-hmm. 20 gigabytes and they had to use a satellite mm-hmm. to get me the mm-hmm. internet. And I was just like, I can't afford that. So I literally lived summer without internet. It was it was hard <laughs> times, guys. It was hard times. <laughs> um, Couldn't watch the YouTube. Yeah, that whole place, that whole place was an experience. I'll open up about that one a different day. Um, <laughs> so that's something to consider. You also have to consider like, Uh, maintaining a lawn or gardens and snow removal. Lots of things to consider there. Like a lot of the time, the whole property will require a little bit more upkeep versus possibly Mm -hmm. like a city condo or townhome that Mm -hmm. might include uh, snow removal and you don't have to go out and cut the grass. So these are things definitely to consider and um, lots of different like zoning laws out in the country. You know, you might be thinking you're buying 100 acres, but Maybe you can only use five of those acres because the rest is a, a conservation area. Um, mm-hmm. So just a lot of things to kind of be aware about if you're kind of having that dream of a country property. It mm-hmm. definitely is a lot of work. Yes. I got lucky with my rental that I don't have to do any of it. Oh, yeah. You are <laughs> extremely lucky with that. And um, also leading off of that is job opportunities. I think the past two years has been a bit of a game changer with – Oh, companies definitely. realizing that like, hey, you know what? It's easier for our employees and cheaper for us not to have to maintain brick and mortar locations. So work from home is more common now. And so mm-hmm. I think that's why we've kind of seen this bit of a disbursement of people moving out to smaller towns where they can have more space. And live that cottage core life. Yeah, I love that cottage core life. But, you know, there are still some industries and jobs that will always be more based in the city. So depending on your industry, you might not be able to get a job up in the country or at least maybe one that doesn't pay as well. So, Mm -hmm. and not to say there's lots of crap jobs in the city too. (laughs) There's crap jobs everywhere, Mm -hmm. but uh, that is something to consider as well is, you know, yeah, maybe you want to move up to that small cottage town, but are you going to actually be able to afford to live there? Because like, there's a reason why the young people move to the city when they grow up to get jobs, it's because a lot of the time, like those same job opportunities that are going to pay well, just aren't there. Mm-hmm. So definitely something to consider. But I mean, if you can take your work with you or you are in an industry that is um, very big in a small town, then mm-hmm. I mean, I think you're laughing, <laughs> you know. Yes. And it is also something to consider too, is which town you are moving to if you want to um – live a more rural life 
because, you know, definitely the town that I am in and that we both grew up in, a lot of people from the cities have migrated here. Mm -hmm. So that work from home, uh, like, you know, pretty much you have access to majority of the industries because it's just become a bit of a more common thing where, you know, if you're moving to like super north, (laughs) north, northwest Ontario. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, depending, you know, like if it's like within a two hour radius of the near of the nearest big city, like you should be safe after what's happened with the past two years. Yeah. And and something a lot of people are doing is they are moving out to the more uh, rural towns, yet they're doing that commute or like, you know, they work from home three, four days a week and then go into the office downtown mm-hmm. on that fifth day. Uh, I think we've just, you know, we've kind of gained a little bit of an upper hand when it comes to that work flexibility because so many places are now offering it that most companies mm-hmm. like they got to play, like, you know, they got to play ball with that mm-hmm. so they can keep their employees. Um, so I think it's actually an excellent time if you can do that with your job and your industry and you do want to get out of the city. Like now's now's the time to kind of explore that option. Definitely. Any more points for you? Uh, like I did kind of want to discuss just general differences in day-to-day activities, but I'm like, we don't do that much. <laughs> We don't do that much. Like nothing that I wouldn't say that I do anything differently. <laughs> well, I could. Describe, I don't know if that's lame. I could describe a day where I'm like truly living in the country, if you want. True. Okay. Why don't we? Why don't we do like a, a day we're truly living in the city and day we're living in the country? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I think that would be interesting. Okay. So for my city one, it's definitely like getting up and going over to the grocery store, doing my grocery shopping, walking just like across the street to put my groceries away. And then it's just like, you know, I walk in along the streets and you're kind of watching like the city wake up again. I loved those early morning walks on my way to school when it was mm-hmm. like around eight o'clock or just before. Because um, mm-hmm. it actually was peaceful in those moments Mm -hmm. and you were just kind of watching everything get going. And, you know, you just kind of like, you go to work, you go to school, you can go through the mall after, or it's like on your lunch break and you like go to the food court with your friends. It just felt like you were a part of the pulse of the city. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really loved. And then like, you know, I'd walk home. I had a gym right in my apartment building, which was fantastic. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like it just kind of felt like everything was right there. For me, but <laughs> this is like, and this, these are true things. These are things that I do still now um, in the country. Is I would, you know, get up, have breakfast, go sit on my back deck, and like just listen to the birds, feel that watch the sun come up, and I would go for like a walk with my dog, or go for a bike ride, and then I'd go over to the barn. I'd ride some horses, and it would be like one of those like super hot 25 degree, 30 degree days. And Mm -hmm. on my way home from the farm, I'd pull off, jump in the water, and Mm -hmm. then get in, drive home, have dinner on the barbecue, and just finish my day again on the the back deck, just just watching the sun go down. You paint such a nice visual. Thank you. But like that's – those are like my ideal days. Definitely more so the country one than the city one. (laughs) I haven't had (laughs) – I haven't felt the need for the city one in like – many, many years. True. True. Yes. But the country one, I do yes. that frequently all summer long. Yep. Well, mine, if I remember them 
correctly was uh, I find I slept more in the city. Like, oh yeah, the Sunday sleep in in the city for young adults. I feel like that's a thing. I definitely would sleep into like ten, which I like don't do. Not where I live. Uh, Remember my apartment? It was like one floor above no. the major highway. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, in mine, in mine, I could. And I remember like I would wake up in the morning and it'd probably be like 9, 30, 10 o'clock and I would like slowly get up, make my coffee and just like chill in the morning. Yeah. My roommate had a cat, so it was a lot of fun. I would hang out with her. And then I would often either walk down to the subway or I would hop right onto the bus that was outside of my apartment and wherever I was deciding to go that day, I would sit on public transit and read my book, mm-hmm. which I actually really miss. Yeah. I used to do a lot of homework reading. Like whenever you had to read a chapter for a mm-hmm. textbook, I would usually read that mm-hmm. on the commute home and then I'd be like done my homework. No, I really I really miss being able to use that commute time to read. And um, something that we used to do that I really loved because we lived uh, in the western part of the city, which um, – was less skyscraper and more um, original city. And every single convenience store was a plant shop Yeah, <laughs> for some reason. So we would always have like a lot of fun um, picking out new plants. And like our apartment was like literally a greenhouse. And that was a lot of fun because like that was definitely a city thing for me was the plant thing because, you know, you don't have as much access to green space especially in an apartment, like you probably don't have a lawn. So it's kind of like you make your own little green space in your house. That's true. So that was really fun. And I did really enjoy having the accessibility of like the mall mm-hmm. as well. Same. So the bad thing is, is my my bank account, again, didn't like it very much. Yes. But <laughs> And then <laughs> just like being able to like come home and, you know, you feel like you've done a lot. Because you've been walking around all day and, you know, you've been lots of different places that it feels like once you're home, your day's done. That's true. Yes. And you just relax and you watch a movie and go to bed and then you spend $30 to have Uber Eats delivered. When you felt like it. When you felt like it, which was way too often. (laughs) (laughs) Versus here where I'm still kind of figuring it out because – I definitely haven't appreciated the country lifestyle as much as I do now. I was definitely very against, uh, which is like a hot take, but I was very actually kind of against country life. Oh, yeah. You couldn't wait to leave. Like, you were like, get me out of here like yesterday. I know. Like, I could not wait to go. And now I'm like, I am the cottagecore queen. (laughs) I'm like, I will be here forever. So I'm just trying to figure out what my – what's – kind of perfect for me now, but kind of my favorite days so far have been um, just like being able to kind of wake up with the sun a little bit and getting to, um, you know, like I don't have any other properties around me. So when I look out my window in the morning, I can watch the sunset without obstruction Mm -hmm. or the sunrise without obstruction. And that's really, really cool. You know, I love, you know, being able to like just go for a hike as my daily walk yeah. as opposed to walking around the concrete jungle, which has been really fun. And um, I love being close to the water as well. But another thing is like I genuinely am loving um, being so close to very integral people Mm -hmm. in my life. Like I 
have never been able to um I, as my as an adult I haven't uh lived near my family ever other than when I was living in their house yeah so it's been very very nice to have that adult experience of living close to them and then my closest closest connections like you and another friend of mine still come up pretty regularly so I can see you guys as well and like I think just I don't necessarily have an ideal day. It's just like I just feel at peace. Yes, that's a good way to put it. And it's very nice. And our apartment is uh, – we have a porch back there that's uh, west-facing. Mm-hmm. So you can watch every sunset. It's just nice. Yeah. It's just nice. It's very calm. Yes. I definitely think with the years that I did live in the city, I did the city thing that I was ready to be where I am now. Yeah, I was the same. I was very much ready to leave the city. And like FYI, another hot take here, guys. I only live in the city because my boyfriend lives in the city. Um, that is a hot take. I know. That's a hot take. I know. If, if he ever got a job in the country, I'd be like gone. Um, yeah. Just because like it's like it's fine. It's fine. Like I don't mm-hmm. mind it. But for me, like my soul is happier in the country. Yes. And um, one last thing I wanted us to touch on is uh, maybe we won't talk too – well, I guess we could touch a little bit on our childhoods, but just being the age that we are now, um, mm-hmm. when I think about having a family, I'm like, the country is where you raise them. Like, you don't raise children in the city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or like my boyfriend just no. like, what? <laughs> like he's like totally like <laughs> he wants to move to the country too if, if he can make that happen. But it was mm-hmm. kind of funny when we were talking about our childhood experience where he was just like, oh, I was exposed to like so much culture and like – and granted, we grew up in the 90s where like, you know, you came home whenever you wanted. <laughs> there was no adult supervision. True. Um, there was none. So it's probably very different for children these days than when we grow up. Um, but for him, like – because I didn't have a, a city perspective to share. So he kind of mm-hmm. very – graciously provided one where he loved that he had like so many different types of people around and Mm -hmm. he learned about so many different types of culture and like had so many friends and um you know you really could have all those experiences of being like a city Mm -hmm. kid uh where for Mm -hmm. me I was like literally like like I walked to school by myself I walked home by myself my friends and I would like take off with our bicycles and like honestly as long as we ended up in our bed by the end of the day like our parents were like cool (laughs) you know you came home now I don't know maybe it's different for children these days where like they have supervision I never did. ever ever like I don't think my parents knew half the shit that I was doing and where we'd end up um as long as you came home by the time like the street lights came on it was all cool and I just loved that about being like a kid in a small town because we would literally get on our bikes and see how far we could go down a country road um mm-hmm. and then come back and you know you'd go down to the water you'd go to the park and like you go out and play in the woods and I don't know to me like that was a childhood so but granted Mm -hmm. I am being biased here because I don't know what the alternative is like because Mm -hmm. I never grew up with that um Mm -hmm. are you kind of the same Rachel like like for me I definitely know like if I were to have a kid like I'm like I don't want to be in the country just because it was great Mm -hmm. like there was just so much freedom and space and like you kind of like figure it out for yourself. Yeah. No, I am definitely the same. I uh, 
when I have a family, I want them to be here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there might be a time where, you know, me either my partner or I have to go back to school or a job like for him takes us to the city. I will do that. But I do think when it comes time to like get married and have a child, I want to be here mm -hmm. just because I find it's almost uh, hmm, how do I explain this? It's you're not necessarily living a sheltered life in the country. No, definitely but not. But I find you you have – there's more room to make mistakes without it being kind of dire. Like, I don't know. I'm very scared with children and I'm just like I, – I would be very terrified of like my child walking into a place where they shouldn't be and something bad happening. Yeah. I same. feel like that is less common. Yeah. I feel like that's very much less common in the countryside because like – I don't know, your neighbor is a squirrel. Yeah, like <laughs> I never thought twice about walking to school as a kid and like my parents mm -hmm. would pick me up sometimes and stuff like that. But yes. like like if I was a parent in the city, I'd be like, I'm not letting my Terrified. kid walk downtown <laughs> to go to school. Yes. Like are you crazy? Yeah. Like I don't know why. And I feel like yes. it's probably like it's not really that different, but I don't know. I feel like there's just so much more uh, like autonomy to be a kid in the country. Yes. And man, this is this is where we needed someone with that city childhood experience so they could counteract us a little bit because I feel like we're going to be like country all the way. Yes. Um well, there's there's one one thing specifically that like I'm thinking of when I say like being scared for like I would be a nervous parent in the city is I don't know if you've ever watched it but it's on CBC. It's called Working Moms. No, I haven't. So it's check it out. Like it's a fun like 30-minute comedy and it's based in uh, Toronto. And um, there's a scene where I think the daughter is like 12 or 13 and her mom is letting uh, her go on the subway system for the first time. Mm -hmm. And she's like so, so nervous. And the kid, it's like her first time going on it by herself and she winds up missing her stop and winds up in kind of like a sketchy area. Right. Okay. You know? And like – that's just, you know, it's just like a small like misstep. And thankfully, you know, in the show, the kid was safe. Yeah. But like, that's what freaks me out. Yeah, that's true. Like, I didn't ride the subway yeah. for the first time by myself until I was like 19 years old. <laughs> Same. You know, Same, like, but uh, that's, just, that's just different though, different experience. Yeah. So, you know, but but then there's other kids who are like, you see them. Like, I remember being on the subway going to to school and there'd be like a bunch of school kids just getting on by themselves. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, they're so they're so brave and independent. So I really yeah. really don't feel like there is a right or a wrong decision of like no. where you want to raise your family. But I think it definitely boils down to like the experience you had as a kid. Cause I honestly like mm -hmm. I don't know how to raise a city child. <laughs> if if no. that sounds really no. weird, like I have no clue. I think I would just be so afraid. Yeah, well, like the kind of the difference too is like um, we didn't really grow up with that much to do. Other you had than to make your own fun. Kind of, yeah, like go be active with your friends outside or like go to the barn. That was pretty much all we did, which, you know, to some people might sound kind of like, where the hell did you two grow up? <laughs> but <laughs> I do think that something that they, that gifted us was the ability to like just genuinely one hang out and be comfortable with yourself. Comfortable doing nothing. But I don't know. I'm also like a younger only child and you're like also a younger yes. child. So we had no choice to 
hang out by ourselves. (laughs) But I I think it just like it kind of forced you to be a lot more autonomous early on just to kind of keep yourself entertained. Yes. But then again, we're very biased. I did not live in the city. But like my impression of living in the city is that there's like always something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like like they have museums. They have like the science centers, you know, they've got amusement parks and stuff like that. Where for me, like I remember being a kid and we would go down to the city on like a long weekend, usually around my birthday time, like once a year. And like it blew my mind. Because I was like, oh my God, we're going to the city. And then like as I'm older, I'm like, I literally do this drive every weekend. Um, I know. <laughs> so, and like going to the local uh, big amusement park was like an event oh. that you did every year. Yeah, it was like the event of the year where I feel for like the city kids. Yes. They're just like, oh, it's a Friday. We're going to the amusement park. <laughs> we're like, yeah. like for us country kids, we're like, oh my God, we went once and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I feel like uh, – People, some people listening are probably just like, are you two okay? <laughs> like, wow, the hillbillies are here. <laughs> so uncultured. You know what? I had, to, I had to make my own fun. I had my own magic forest. I had apple trees that yep. I would climb. Um, I really had to yep. get creative with, with what I was given. We would pick rocks. Oh, yeah. You go pick a nice arena. rock. <laughs> you found a snowbank and you're like, awesome. <laughs> there's, a, there's a ski hill for me. <laughs> You would just toboggan right into the street. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, like into a parking lot. there, But there would be no cars. You're like, whatever. No. No. And you're pretty much like – it's not It's not just like a snowbank. Like it's like the snowbank from the snowplow. So there's like rocks in it and everything. <laughs> okay. We're getting very off topic. We are getting very off topic. <laughs> this is becoming a different show. I'm like, oh, please raise your children. Um, how did you grow up? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So – Let's bring it back to the main point is there is no right or wrong of whether Mm -hmm. you should live in the country because we all live in the country or live in the city because that's the cool thing to do. I think it's definitely something you need to consider for yourself and don't feel pressured if you are happy with where you live, you know? Exactly. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. One thing, a very important thing that I want to add here because I definitely fell prey to it and I think this is why – I so desperately wanted to get out of there is if it feels right for you to stay close to your family and to stay in your hometown, it's okay. Yes, very much. You know, don't, don't buy into that whole like, oh, if you have moved to a new city and created an entirely new life, then you've won. Like, don't, don't feel that pressure because if it, especially like if like me, you move to the city and you realize it's not what you expected and it doesn't make you happy, it's a lot harder to accept that maybe that wasn't the right decision for you when you are still holding on to that mentality. So I I would just like if us as a collective society can just move away from that uh, impression. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, I think that's a very good point because, you know, it's, it's expensive to move. Either way. Oh, it's very no, it's expensive. very expensive. So if you're feeling the pressure like you need to go out and experience a different town, it can kind of put you back financially where mm-hmm. if you were happy with where you're living, don't don't change. It's fine. And um, I know a lot of people I like grew up with, some of them have moved like very, very far away or just moved to a city and like they're happy and they're never coming back. Um, Mm -hmm. but then a lot of other people, like 
they went out, they did the thing at school, they maybe lived in the city for a little bit, and then they came back and they're just like, yeah, we're happy here. And um, mm-hmm. I definitely think like, I'm pretty chill about where I live, but like, I'm definitely probably one of those people who have just like, I liked my town. Like, it was good times. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed it. So yeah, like I'm glad. And if given the option, you would probably come back. Oh, absolutely. At some point. Absolutely. Like that's that's kind of like my my end goal. But I'm super glad that I've had the opportunity to go live in a city because I don't sit and wonder of like, hmm, mm-hmm. would I have liked that life? Like I now know mm-hmm. I lived it and like I loved it being in in my early 20s. I absolutely loved the city life. And then when I got a little bit older, I was just like, okay, like I've done it now. I'm ready for a quieter life. It's all very personal decisions that where you live uh, Mm -hmm. that to to make, but like, it's always good to consider the pros and the cons of of everything. So we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. We're sorry if it got a little off tangent rambly at times, but like, you know, (laughs) if you listen to our episodes, that's just how we roll. Definitely comment on our Instagram. Are you a city person or a country person. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of curious about our listenership here of whether we have more country people or or city people. And Mm -hmm. um, definitely share this show if you feel called to. And Rachel, Mm -hmm. do you have anything else to say? Kaylin, if you're listening to this, come on our show. Yeah, please. Please. We'd love to have a conversation. (laughs) As fellow Canadians, we want to talk to you. Yes. (laughs) And with that, live like tea, guys. Live like tea.